Welcome to the St. Michael Easter Podcast Series. My name is Mary Lessman, and I'll be leading our meditation today, which includes prayers, a scripture reading, and a reflection on the reading. May you be blessed this Easter season. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. A reading from the book of Exodus, chapter 16, verses 10 to 21. And as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the Israelites, they looked towards the wilderness, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. This is what the Lord has commanded. Gather as much of it as each of you needs, an omer to a person according to the number of persons, all providing for those in their own tents. The Israelites did so, some gathering more, some less. But when they measured it with an omer, those who gathered much had nothing over, and those who gathered little had no shortage. They gathered as much as each of them needed. And Moses said to them, Let no one leave any of it over until morning. But they did not listen to Moses. Some left part of it until morning, and it bred worms and became foul. And Moses was angry with them. Morning by morning they gathered it, as much as each needed. But when the sun grew hot, it melted. The word of the Lord. At least in the early days, God's relationship with his people seems to be characterized by a lot of complaining. Egypt is barely in the rearview mirror when the Israelites cry, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you've taken us away to die in the wilderness? God, of course, parts the sea so they can cross in safety. Only three days later, the people are at it again. Finding only bitter water, they cry, What will we drink? And God turns the water sweet. Today's story finds the Israelites about six weeks into this whole desert wandering thing. And here it comes again. They complained to Moses and Aaron, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord when we were in Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread. For you have brought us into the wilderness to kill us with hunger. It might be easy for us from the comfort and safety of our homes with running water and well-stocked refrigerators to judge the Israelites. What a bunch of ungrateful whiners, we might think. But to go down that road is to read into the passage a frustration on God's part that just isn't there. Think about it. This is a new relationship. For 400 years, God had been silent as his people toiled in Egypt. He shows up a couple months ago with a plan to bring them out of slavery and into a good land that he has prepared for them. Six weeks after the Israelites leave the only life they've ever known, The promised land is nowhere in sight, and their provisions are being consumed at an alarming rate. Their predicament is real. 
At its core, complaint is turning toward God, not away. The Israelites had experienced the God of salvation, but they did not yet know the God of provision. They are no longer part of the system of labor that fed them in the past. They cannot supply their own needs, and they are hungry. This need provides both God and his people with an opportunity to build their relationship so that they could know and trust one another. God hears his people's complaint, and he provides. In the evening there is quail, and in the morning there is bread. This divine bread comes with some caveats. You will gather each day only what you need for the day, says God. If the indolent do not gather enough, and the greedy try to get more than their share, each will still have just enough for the day. On the sixth day you'll gather a double portion, because you will not gather on the seventh day, which is a Sabbath. Don't hoard. Don't try and protect yourself. Don't have a scarcity mentality. Allow yourself to rely on me, to trust that what I provide will be sufficient. Because when you try and hoard, things become foul and wormy. As God's people are wont to do, the Israelites don't take God at his word. They test the boundaries that God has established. It took time for the people to transition from a system of enslavement where they fought for their daily bread in an environment of scarcity to a system of freedom where they could be satisfied with what was given today because they trusted that tomorrow's needs would be met as well. At a time when people are elbowing each other out of the way to grab all the meat and bread and toilet paper that they can, it's good to be reminded that we can trust God's provision. As we live into this Easter season and the resurrection life that has been given us through Christ, may we too be shaped by a daily rhythm focused on God. May we know ourselves to be deeply loved by a God that hears our complaints and acts mightily in our lives. And may we live in gratitude that our God is not only a God of salvation, but a God of provision. Amen. And now let us say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Heavenly Father, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life, we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.